Generating traffic and sales can be a challenge for online merchants. But selling on the Walmart marketplace puts your products in front of millions of customers who shop on walmart.com. And right now, sellers who join Walmart Marketplace can save up to 50% on referral and fulfillment fees for the first 90 days. So get started today. Head over to marketplace.walmart.com savings. That's marketplace.walmart.com savings. Welcome to E-Commerce Conversations, a podcast by Practical E-Commerce. Hello. This is an e-commerce conversation for Back to the E-commerce, and I am Armando Rogio. You know, not long ago, mobile optimization, you know, getting your website ready to better serve customers using mobile devices could give you a significant competitive advantage over, you know, less sophisticated uh, competition or stores. But as the mobile internet has grown and, you know, responsive websites are no longer a way to gain a competitive advantage, really they are essential if you want to do business online now. In this conversation, we're going to be speaking with Madison Miner, the CEO of Want Mobile, about new technologies that exist and that can give your e-commerce business a leg up in mobile. Madison, welcome, and thank you for joining me uh, on this e-commerce conversation. Thank you for having me, Armando. You know, I would like to start off, Madison, tell us a little bit uh, about who you are, how you got to be an expert in this topic, and maybe even a little bit about your company. Excellent. Um well, thanks for the introduction. My name is Madison. I've been a software engineer um, professionally for about 20 years. In 2010, I started Want Mobile to help other businesses adapt to their existing desktop website to be m- more mobile friendly using adaptive and responsive technologies. And a few years ago in 2015, we really pivoted from helping businesses make their websites look good on mobile to really perform well on mobile in terms of speed and functionality and creating uh, that app-like experience. And uh, today, Want Mobile has a technology platform that allows us to take an existing website. It uh, doesn't really matter how the website's built. We're agnostic in terms of what we're starting with and convert the website to both accelerated mobile pages and progressive web apps. You know, Accelerated mobile pages and progressive web apps, or I guess AMP and PWAs, are actually really, really wanted to talk about. Can you start off by just comparing those two technologies? Tell us what they are, and then tell us the differences between them. Absolutely. Uh, So first, accelerated mobile pages are really a new way to design web pages. It's um, a new code base, a, a new both a subset and a superset of HTML along with a validator that confirms that pages that are built using AMP comply with a bunch of rules that are in place to guarantee performance. So AMP pages are, if they're valid AMP pages and they're built using the AMP component library, which is the largest web component library in the world, uh, they're basically guaranteed to be fast. Um, They can't have any dependencies on external files. They can't have Uh, Anything that blocks the critical rendering path of the page, they will never kind of jank and load slowly and bounce around as the page is rendering. It's basically guaranteed to load fast, feel good, and have an awesome user experience. It's it's just a new coding technique that is compliant across pretty much any mobile web browser will show an, an AMP page correctly. AMP pages also get 
priority in acquisition channels. Uh, Google, Bing, LinkedIn, Pinterest, uh, Yahoo, all of the major acquisition channels will show uh, AMP pages if they're available. And especially on Google, you'll get the AMP lightning bolt icon, which indicates to users this is a high performance mobile experience that's guaranteed to load quickly. And so users click on AMP results more often, so you'll get more traffic and Google will pre-render and pre-fetch the AMP pages to make sure they load instantly. So it's really a performance guarantee that works everywhere. PWA, on the other hand, is kind of an umbrella term that's used to encompass a lot of different technologies that might not work across all mobile devices. For example, one popular PWA component is Service Worker. Service Worker didn't work on iOS until iOS 11.3, which just came out I think last week or the week before, so it's pretty much brand new. Um, but PWA includes payment requests, service workers, app manifest, app shells, these different technologies that you can use to progressively enhance your website if the user's browser supports them and fall back to more traditional technologies if they don't. You know, you mentioned service worker, which is... Uh as you said, just now perhaps appearing across multiple OSs or all OSs, but that's really kind of the sort of the, the magic behind a PWA, isn't it? Just the ability, for example, to work offline and things like that. Is that correct? Yeah, it's a, it's a critical component. Um, service workers are fairly, fairly simple and they do provide a lot of benefit. They allow you to work offline, as you mentioned. They allow you, allow you to strategically cache content and have good caching strategies that you couldn't do without a service worker. Um, they also allow you to do push notifications. So they are very important. However, there are other PWA components where that we've been using and PWA techniques that are kind of under the PWA umbrella that have worked on Safari previously and that you can still get a lot of benefit with even if you don't have the service worker enabled. So let's talk about some of those benefits. And I wanted to do both the technologies. Uh, so let's start with the PDA, or excuse me, PWA, since we just ended there. Um, what are some of the, I guess, benefits to an e-commerce business for choosing a progressive web app, um, you know, employing these various technologies? What are the benefits? And are there some companies out there that are already doing this? Absolutely. So the, the primary benefits are increased revenue, really. And that's it's kind of what everyone's after is, you know, how do we increase our conversion rates and please our customers? And progressive web apps have uh, a few different techniques to do exactly that. One progressive web app component that we've used quite successfully that has a very direct impact on revenue is the payment request. A payment request is a new W3C standard browser API to collect payment information. And it allows the website to display a prompt to the user where they can offer to share the credit card information that's already stored on their device without having to type it in on the virtual keyboard. And when we've added this to our e-commerce pages, our e-commerce clients, we've seen the cart abandonment from the billing information page drop by about 50%. So it has a direct impact on revenue. When people land on your checkout page, since they can enter their billing and shipping and credit card information with a couple taps instead of typing in these long addresses and credit card numbers, they check out more often. Um, so really, the, the primary benefit is being able to finally have mobile conversion rates that rival desktop conversion rates. All of our clients come to us with the same problem, and that is 
the majority of their traffic and the majority of their growth is on mobile, but the majority of their sales are still on desktop. And there's this delta in conversion rates that's really due to performance and ease of use is lacking on mobile. And PWA gives you a tool set to overcome these challenges. I think it's interesting. Uh, Google recently published a, a case study around um, Flipkart, which is of course, uh, one of India's largest e-commerce companies that's been in the news a little bit lately because I think Amazon and Walmart um, are fighting over each other to buy it. But they, uh, the the case study that came out from Google, you know, had some numbers like um, an increase from about a seventy-second uh, average duration or visit duration to about a three-point-five-minute average, uh, um, which is about three times more time spent on the site, forty uh, percent higher re-engagement rate. Uh, 70% greater conversion rate um, when they used a PWA. And then um, they were also finding that they used about three times less data on the client's device. That combined with like the, the numbers you just gave us, that's sort of like the technical side of a progressive web app. From the user side, what does a progressive web app look and feel like? How does it differ from a web page? So that, that's a great stats and I mean, our clients and our case studies are really in line with that. When we've done case studies for our progressive web app clients, they're, they're very similar. And so that's a, a common uh, type of benefit from launching these technologies. From the user's perspective, they can get the mobile experience just by going to the URL. Uh, instead of where it, in a native app, they would need to find a link to the app store, find the app in the app store, uh, install it, give it permissions, open it. There's all these different steps in the user journey where they can drop off at any point to get them to the app experience. With a PWA, they can simply click on a link in Google search or in an email or go directly to your URL and get an app-like experience. It can be added to the home screen. It can work offline. It can process payments quickly and efficiently. It uh, has a nice feel where it loads very quickly and can have a persistent header and do partial page reloads. And the, it looks and feels from a user's perspective, just like an app, uh, the primary difference is it's much easier to get to that experience. And again, much easier being you didn't have to install a native app and you could still have it linked from the home screen. Um, you can even still do push notifications. So if you had some kind of a, an e-commerce sale going on and that sale was about to end and you'd been given permission, you could even push a notification, correct, to a, a mobile Absolutely. user. Absolutely. Yeah. So the, yeah, it uh, has all the benefits of a native app with the discoverability and the accessibility of a website. Oh, I like the way you said that. That's good. So all of the benefits of native, native, native app, if I can say it, but the discoverability and accessibility of a web app. Take now and talk to me about an AMP page, a mobile, or excuse me, accelerated mobile page, what is that? Uh, what are the benefits of it specifically? You mentioned a little bit in terms of being able to be discovered, those kind of things. But what is really the benefit to an e-commerce business of, of deciding to create AMP for maybe product detail pages? So the, the benefits with AMP are a little bit easier to describe than with PWA. With PWA, you have all these different features and different technologies that may or may not be available. With AMP, it really comes down to two benefits. The first is it increases your 
discoverability and acquisition channels because especially Google will promote AMP results so you'll get more traffic and users click on listings that have the AMP icon more often. We'll typically see around 20 to 30% increase in mobile traffic from organic search when we AMP a website. So you get that benefit. And the next benefit is just speed. Your AMP pages should look and function exactly like the non-AMP pages. Um, so that, you know, they're very similar in every aspect, except for the AMP pages load much, much faster. AMP pages by definition, and if they pass validation, are always cached and have to be cacheable. Uh, before they called them accelerated mobile pages or AMP, Google was calling them portable content units uh, because they really are a self-contained portable content unit that can be cached and served from a CDN that's guaranteed to load quickly. This allows Google to just cache them on their own CDN, pre-render them, pre-fetch them. And so when a user taps on an AMP listing, it's always going to appear instantly. And because of that instant speed, we see much higher engagement, lower balance rates. Users like the experience more and engage with them more often. Makes sense. At the beginning, when you started to talk about your company, you talked about using AMP and PWA together. So is there any reason that you can't um, use both technologies on your website to really give uh, users a very fast and functional experience? No, they, they work extremely well together. In fact, at Google I.O. last year, uh, Google announced a new pattern called the Progressive Web AMP or a PLAMP. And this is a, a new pattern to combine the two technologies where you have a PWA app shell that loads in AMP pages and uses the AMP pages as the content sources for your app. This allows you to pre-fetch them and pre-render them and display them instantly uh, and get all the benefits of AMP. And AMP really is a, collection of best practices that's from all of Google's learnings about what works well and what converts well on mobile and how to make a web page load fast and feel good and not jump around and scroll nicely. And all, if AMP pages combine all of these learnings and have all of these best practices. So when you load them into your progressive web app, you really get the ultimate experience. The AMP pages are guaranteed to load fast and user's journey starts really fast, they show up great in search, then they get to engage with the PWA, which allows you to re-engage with push notifications, add the home screen, provide offline access, uh, easily collect payments, kind of do all these other things, and together is the, the best of both worlds. And when we've launched progressive web apps for our clients, we've seen uh, e-commerce conversion rates go up 75%. That's fantastic to go up 75%. We've just in a few minutes talked about these two technologies. I'm personally very excited about it. Obviously, your business does these. Um, as we sort of wrap up our conversation today, and, and hopefully everyone that's been listening will now go out and do a little bit more research and try to decide if an AMP or a progressive web app or both are really what you want to do. Are there other technologies, um, maybe even parts of these technologies or other things that you see coming down the line that um, are, will be important to us uh, for example, in e-commerce or in mobile commerce in the near future? Things that uh, we maybe haven't touched on would be like generating static uh, pages versus uh, database calls, those kinds of things. So what do you think is sort of the next thing, if there is a next thing right now? Well, there's always, uh, there's always a next thing. And the one thing we're really excited about is a new technology called web packaging. 
uh, not to be confused with web packing, which is a, a way to compress files. Web packaging is a technique that allows you to take um, asset group like an AMP page and the associated images and package them together in essentially what's similar to a zip file and then sign it with an SSL certificate. And then it can be distributed from other CDNs and networks. And then when it's loaded into a browser, it has the original URL of the site that signed it, but not necessarily the same site that served it. So it allows for excellent performance. It allows for peer-to-peer -peer sharing. It will allow Google to deliver uh, AMP-like instant experiences, but directing users to the primary URL of the origin. So for example, right now, if you click on an AMP listing on Google search, you're still on Google when you're viewing the AMP page because it's loaded from the Google cache and Google has to do that to guarantee instant load times. With web packaging, when you click on the AMP listing, it'll look like you're on the website that you clicked on and the URL bar, it will be your domain, uh, even though the content is still coming from the Google cache, which allows Google to guarantee these fast load times. And web packaging will also be able to improve performance in, in many other areas. So this is something we're really excited about. It looks like it's going to land in browsers later this year. Um, we've seen some indication, obviously from the Google team, they're pushing it really hard as well as Safari. So we're keeping a close eye on that and are pretty excited about it. And if someone wanted to look that up, is that the uh, packaging on the web W3C um, working group? Um, sounds right. It is a little bit tough to find. I know I've looked for it before, but yeah, I think that sounds right. Cool. Uh, yeah, it, it, the, the web page I just looked up right now on GitHub is called Web Package, and it's uh, the big heading there is Packaging Websites, and that uh, describes the technology. Awesome. So if that's what someone should look for, then if they wanted to find out about that. Um, Madison, I really appreciate your time today. Uh, you were very insightful about uh, AMP and uh, about uh, progressive web apps. And now everybody who's listening should probably go out and Google packaging on the web or web packaging as well. Uh, really appreciate your time. And uh, thank you, everyone, for listening to us. Yeah.